Welcome to the Nightly Rant. I'm Mike. And I'm Toria. This is the show where we talk about the awful things that have happened in our day, the awesome things that have happened in our day, and all the things in between. Thanks for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy. You know, you're always saying that Alyssa is so much alike with me, correct? Correct. And I'm going to say that in this instance, I'm more alike to Alyssa, meaning (laughs) she did it first. What did she do first? And I learned from her. Well, the girl doesn't tolerate drama. Uh Uh-huh. If you've got drama, there's the door. (laughs) If you've got drama, don't bother me with it. That's her motto. Okay. And I've kind of adopted that motto. Like, I call BS. I'm not taking your drama anymore. And and what exactly happened oh, that you're see, talking about drama? In our building, we, we created a Facebook group. <sighs> Did we? And over this past... Saturday into Sunday, some college kids that moved in had a party down at the barbecue. And the next morning, there was chicken wings, cigarettes, cigarette butts, and a bag of Doritos chips. And a bunch of Solo cups. And a bunch of Solo cups sitting there that hadn't been cleaned up on Sunday morning. So I took a picture of it, two pictures actually, and posted it on the Facebook group. And immediately someone responded and said, oh, that was in so-and-so's old apartment. And then I said, well, what apartment is that? Yeah. And actually it was from Friday to Saturday, by the way, because she took a day to respond to this question. What apartment is that? And then she says, oh, it's that old apartment where so-and-so used to live. That's where Mm -hmm. it is. And I said, nope, sorry. I can tell you that it wasn't those girls because neither one of them was at the barbecue pit. Right. And she said, don't say that. Don't you call me a liar. I didn't. I I, I saw they were having a party and a girl left the party in like a mini dress and went toddling down to the barbecue pit. That still doesn't mean it was one of the two girls that lives there. It mean, it can mean that someone from the party they were having went over there. Also, who describes a grown adult as toddling? Yeah, kind of. That was kind of weird, too. Fucking rude. But this is a person who, when they moved in like a year and a half ago, created a literal patio... Like in chairs, the carport with chairs, plants. plants, a table. There was fucking rug on and the ground. A rug on the ground for people, and then someone would go out there and sit, like it was a patio in their carport. Yeah. Now we're strictly prohibited from storing things in our parking spaces, and I think it's a dual thing. I think it's because it looks like crap, but also they don't want the liability if something is stolen. 
Right. This makes sense. But this person built a fucking patio in her carport. It looked like shit. It made her stupid-ass vehicle stick out super far so that almost everybody going by almost hit it. And then she was asked to not have said car patio anymore. Well, but hold on a second. Before you go past that, keep that thought. She, a lot of people will say to you, what do you care that she put that out there? She was risking getting her stuff stolen. That's up to her. She's not bothering you. And you know what? To some extent, they're right. She's choosing to violate the lease. Until her van was in your way. Some people, some people do, you know, they're only supposed to have two pets and they have five dogs instead of two dogs. Some people do that shit, okay? It happens. Uh-huh. But those people aren't infringing upon your rights, my rights, or anyone else's rights. So when our friend chooses to go home, when she has to go home, she parks further down than this person. And you turn in, you could clip her front of her vehicle. Right. Because she's not in her own space anymore when she does this. So then... She was asked to remove her car patio because you're not supposed to. It's in the lease. No storing your dumb shit in your parking space. So she takes all her stupid plants and she moves them around the building. So she now has her potted plants all around the apartment building. You know, until just now, this is going to sound really stupid, but until just now, I didn't really realize... How crazy that is. It didn't dawn on me that (laughs) that that would be like living in like an indoor apartment complex where there's hallways. Uh And you just go out there and you start hanging up pictures of yourself and your girlfriend and your pets throughout the public hallway. Put the pictures there. Yeah. I walk past there all the time. Why shouldn't I get to see my pictures? Exactly. It's the same thing. You're leaving your shit around for everybody else to have to look at. Yep. So it's why it makes sense that they have that rule. It's rude. But the people were willing to risk it. But see, what they, what they, where they screwed up was not having their vehicle in as far as it could be. No, I'm talking about the plants all over the building. Well, yeah, but the first place they messed up was by infringing upon everyone's rights right. in the first place. Then her solution to it is to infringe <laughs> upon everybody's rights by putting those damn plants in places where there weren't normally plants. So whatever. Oh, and by the way, don't don't forget. Wait. Don't forget. What waters those plants? The gardeners. Yeah. And who pays for that water? Everyone. Yeah. See? Okay. So this this is what it is. It's been going on for a year and a half. Including car patio time. Ish, yeah. So, what I heard. That means they moved in around the same time as someone else we know. Just before. Wow, okay. Um, anyway. None of this was a huge deal. I mean, I would passive-aggressively complain about it as we walked past them. Right. But that's that was pretty much the extent. Then, she comes and starts all this drama in the Facebook group. Yeah, so back to my thing about 
the people having the party. I post the pictures. She says, oh, it's the apartment where so-and-so used to live. Mm-hmm. And I say, what apartment is that? It takes her a day to come back because she was sick. And she tells me what apartment it is. And I then and I tell her, no, those girls weren't at the pit. pit. And she goes off on me telling me I'm calling her a liar. Remember this she now. She kind of like lost her shit at you. <laughs> Remember this now. She claimed I called her a liar. I didn't call her anything. I merely said that I was 100% certain that those two, those two girls were not at the barbecue pit. That doesn't mean that it couldn't have been somebody who came from her party and decided to start a secondary party over here. That happens right. all the time. Right. People will use a single party location and they'll be like, oh, look at this. There's a barbecue area that we could take over and drink at. Well, and honestly, Now the one party turns into two parties. It honestly looked like a group of people who went out there to smoke. Yeah. And then they started eating and left crap everywhere. Right. I, yeah. But this person, immediately when I told them that, went off on me like I was saying they were a liar. And then, I tried, and then the very next comment I made was, in my statement, was, I believe you, mm-hmm. but I can tell you that those girls were not there. And she went, So I tell oh, her I believe her. Oh, and she went off on me oh, and went on and on and on oh. about it and on and on and on about it. And then, so she wouldn't look as crazy, started private messaging me. Which then annoys. And going on and 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 on. Even more. And then she'd say, okay, well, I'm done. And so then I wouldn't say anything back because I wanted to be done. And she'd come back again. Right. So you eventually got a little bit blunt and hard. eventually it got super blunt. And I basically just said, you, um, I told her, here, I'm going to look it up. Hold on. Sorry, I know this isn't professional, but hey. I said, first, I'm not the one thinking there is some battle going on. That is you. As for being an expert at what is disrespectful, I'm willing to bet you that if I asked in the group if anyone finds a disrespectful statement in the thread, they will say, no. One doesn't need to be an expert to see the obvious. You have a victim mentality that I just cannot tolerate slash deal with. Go to your peace and quiet so I, too, can have mine. I'm turning off your ability to message me here for a while. Do you notice what I said there? Yeah. I didn't say I'm turning it off permanently. I said for a while. Because, frankly, I think you've been extremely rude to me and others, and I don't appreciate having to deal with it. Bye, Felicia. Her name is Felicia, believe it or not. (laughs) <laughs> but in reading this again, I realized I was super nice because I literally said, I'm, I did exactly what a therapist would tell me to do. Walk away, but tell her that it's not, you're not walking away for good, that you're coming back. Right. And I said, I'm turning off your ability to message me here for a while. So I gave her a time frame. A while could mean an hour. So then... So then, the drama, the person who says they don't create drama, the person who says that they're not about drama, continues the drama by... Messaging me. Messaging Toria. Said, it was unexpected for the thread to get off track. Somehow I needed to unplug. Now I'm blocked. 
I said the discussion needed to end. I told him I was hypertensive. That went over his head and he was unrelenting. He doesn't need to make amends. I'm taking the higher road. I know you're friends. I'm just clarifying. Life is too short to squabble over such silly, silly stuff. I am still reeling from all his derogatory PMs. It's a shame it has to come to that. Like, lady. Knock it the fuck off. So I was really mad because, one, I didn't really want to be part of this bullshit anyway. Drama. And two, what the shit? To message somebody she knows you're friends with and blatantly lie about the conversation. Right. She reminds me of somebody else I really don't like. Yeah. So I took... I took 24 hours to respond. Looking at it now. She sent it at 1.45 yesterday and I responded at 1.05 today. And my message was essentially, I do not understand why you feel the need to bring drama to my inbox. And then I said some other stuff about how she needed to take her issues up with you and not with me. And then I said, I'm going to ask this once and I'm going to ask it nicely. Do not bring your drama to my inbox again, please. And then... Probably the nicest sassy message I've ever seen you uh, do. I'm so capable of being a bitch and I just wasn't to her. I was quite impressed. (laughs) I know, you didn't make any corrections. And then she blocked me. You went interestingly... She posted this big, long message blaming older people and younger people for the problems where we live. Yep. And saying that the solution is to just continually go to the manager and report the problems. Everything. Everything that goes on, you report it to the manager. There's a there's So in a other words, my hallway the floor. manager should be babysitting the adults. So like... If our new neighbor across the hall was constantly having, like, people in and out the door and making all kinds of noise. Yeah, we should complain to We should go talk to them about it and say, yo, do you realize how loud you're being? You're keeping us awake at night. No, I think we should go to the manager. And then they'll settle down. (laughs) Because most people don't even realize they're being irritating to other people. It makes me understand now why the original manager said, and if you're not comfortable with that, call the police. Well, it's like when our old, old, old neighbors had that dog. And he would constantly be on the patio barking. I don't think that they knew initially that said dog spent the entire 12 to 18 hours it was alone on the patio barking. But their problem was that when we let them know that their dog was unrelentless... They didn't do anything about it. didn't do anything about it. Yeah. And I mean, I understand being in a position where you can't really afford much of anything else. But here's the thing. You're going to take on the obligation of a dog. You have to afford the obligation of a dog. When I got got the Yog Dog, (laughs) I had like... How many days of work did you miss? I had like two. Hold on. I didn't really miss but one. I had two weeks of time that I needed between one place to this place. Right. Okay. Two weeks. And Alyssa wanted the dog. So we got the dog. And you found the perfect dog. And he is the perfect dog. I mean, come on. Can you deny that he's the perfect dog? 
No. Okay. So we found the perfect dog who actually is the perfect dog. And the perfect dog had separation anxiety so bad. Really did not like to be alone. He was barking. Yep. So I had to miss work the first day and call around for doggy daycare. <laughs> and lo and behold, PetSmart had doggy daycare. And when you talk to them about it, where there was this trick where you pay for a coupon book and it gives you like a massive discount on the yep. on the on the daycare, daycare. On the food, on other and stuff. And then it gives it on you on other stuff as well. In the end, it ended up costing me like a hundred dollars for two weeks worth of daycare for the dog, which really should have cost two hundred dollars because it was right. like twenty dollars a day, and I needed them Monday to Friday. Right. But I didn't really couldn't really afford that, and it really wasn't in my budget, and I had just laid out like a crap ton of money for deposit. But it was cheaper than staying. But home it was from cheaper work. than staying home from work, and he he didn't. He actually enjoyed going to the puppy play place. And then when he came here, I tried it out the first day. I didn't make, I didn't schedule him an appointment. Right. Because that was one big way to save money, schedule an appointment. So I didn't schedule him an appointment. Mm-hmm. And I left him here, and I had told Marilyn that I was going to be leaving him here, and she suggested she would just walk by and listen and see if she could hear him, right? She couldn't hear him. Wasn't barking, howling, yelping. Right. And he was fine after that. Wasn't that the day that you left him in the bedroom? Yeah. And he tried to destroy the carpet? No, that was when we first moved here on like a Saturday. Oh. They put him in the bedroom and he tried to destroy the carpet. I see. This he was in a crate. (laughs) But the point is, she couldn't hear him. So he got over it. Over time, I think he realized, oh. So this guy leaves, but then he comes back. So that's cool. I got no problem with that. Yeah. I wish he wouldn't leave, but if he has to leave, at least I know he's coming back. Right. He figured it out. And Separation he se- anxiety, calm yeah. down. And he settled down a bit. And I think people don't give anything these days enough time to get to that kind of a thing. Well, like, the new a new tenant moved into one of the other apartments, and they have two dogs. And these dogs are not happy. Yeah. Like, they've essentially been barking since they moved in. Pretty much. And they're loud. And unfortunately, the window that they're barking out of is in, like, an echo chamber area of the building. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But my guess is they'll get used to the building and they'll calm down a little. Yep. Hopefully for their neighbor's sake, they calm down a little. It's, it's, but this person is just goes off the deep end and it's like, there's just this total victim mentality. Every single time they would say something, if you, if you pointed out that there was a huge flaw in what they had said, you were calling them a liar, you were calling them a liar or they would get, or you were stressing them out or, you know what? I shouldn't have said that because I'm not feeling good today or I have pain on a, 10 scale, mine is at a 9. Well, then the other thing that sticks out to me is that she told you how disrespectful I was for telling her she derailed the conversation. And then proceeded to tell you how disrespectful I was. Right. Like, lady. 
Do you see the common denominator here? It's funny. It's just funny. And and honestly, that's the first person that lives where we live that we've had this kind of animosity problem with. Right. I mean, there were some minor issues. There have been minor issues with other people. Like the lady with the two white dogs that I dislike. Yeah, but it's sorted out now. You guys kind of glare at each other. And, and she calmed down, and it's and all, she's all calmed as down. well. Exactly. And then the guy, <laughs> the guy that I didn't like for a while, because I heard him venting about his girlfriend and being super rude about her to somebody else. And he's the star of Trash Bag Basketball. <laughs> yeah. And he's turned into a reasonably nice dude. Yeah. I think he was just mad because his girlfriend was pregnant at the time, and she was probably being a bit of a psycho. Among other things, sure. I'm sure that's that's. It's just uncomfortable that he vented about it in the laundry room. Yeah, you know, you should have checked his palm for calluses. And then there was the crankosaurus. Whoosh, right past. No, I'm just not going to acknowledge it. your bullshit. Love it. Um, and there was the crankosaurus, who's no longer cranky, but still quite kind of the, a saurus. Quite the opposite. Yeah. Well, she's feisty, so now she could be the feistosaurus, I suppose. She's super nice, though. Yeah, I like her. She but, could tell the other day when we were coming in and I was talking to her about um, Odie. Uh-huh. She could tell I was stoned. Because she kept looking at my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I need to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that... There haven't really been any, like, there haven't been any major issues with anybody. Just minor, I live in a hundred million unit apartment building annoyances. Yeah, stuff that you can live with. And you know what? Who cares if people are going to change their behavior 100% of the time? Right. Nobody. Because nobody's perfect. It's just thinking about it at some point is what you ask. That's it. Exactly. (sighs) And honestly, like, here's the thing. If if the guy at the end of the hall wouldn't throw his cigarettes off the top down into the bottom. Like if he were to get a butt bucket? Yeah. If he were to do that, I would defend his right to stand there and smoke till I die. Right. I have a hard time defending it because... It, come, well, it comes down to that my rights begin where your rights end right. kind of thing. Well, your rights ended at the I can let you smoke in front of your apartment. It didn't end it, oh, I get to throw my cigarette butt onto the common ground. Right. And then we, we who don't smoke, pay three shares of a shared utility bill that yep. pays to pick that up. Yep. Because it goes to the gardener fees as well. Yep. So that's where I have a problem with backing him up on that. But the smoking issue is not the... And that's what most people focus on. Well, why don't you want him smoking there? I mean, don't you understand that smoking is... It's his right to smoke if he wants to smoke. Did I say that my problem was with him smoking? Do you notice that he smokes less there now? During the day? Yeah. At least? Yeah. Because he's a decent human being. That part's obvious. He yep. He's shy and he keeps to himself. <clears throat> and he seems to have like his group of tight-knit friends. And that's that. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Nothing wrong with that at all. Nope. And they seem like decent people. 
So. We live with some generally nice people. But I feel like I'm about to have a problem with that dude who lives with the dude who drives the taxi cab. Because if he weirdly stares at me in the morning again, I'm going to say something rude. <laughs> well, instead of going from saying nothing to saying something rude, why can't you find something in between instead of going from zero to 100? Why don't you pick to go to like 25 and like say good morning to him to let him know that, hey, dude, I know you're watching me. Then if he continues to watch you, then you ratchet it up a little bit more and you're like, is there a reason? Can I help you with something? Oh, can you help you? Can I help you with something is where I was just going to go. Yeah, but see, that's just like rude to get to go right there. Like first give him a chance to know that you know he's looking but I, and stop looking. But what if that's what he considers an invitation to be even creepier? Then I'm going to have to then, throat punch him. Then, no, then you just give him the same second step. I think that for me... Some of the rules that they have here aren't necessary when people are decent people. Right. And I think those rules are mostly there for that one day a week when people aren't decent people. Right. Well, again, it's like we were talking about. The whole not leaving your car parked, you know, in one spot more than 72 hours or whatever it is, you know. Um... That rule is like the curfew law. Like I've said before on this show, if my if my daughter was walking down the street, you know, if Alyssa was walking down the street and she was with her group of friends who were all girls that are like her, and they were like walking back to her mom's house. Let's say they were at having a party at her mom's house and they went down to Jack in the Box and now they were walking back. No police car is going to pull them over just because it's midnight. Now, same group of girls is coming back and they're throwing rocks at each other or they're pulling on plants as they're walking and they're being generally destructive. Well, the police are going to want to have a talk with them. So they use the curfew as the excuse to have a talk with them. It makes sense. Well, these other rules like the car jack up thing, it's just like the curfew law. If she needs to enforce it, she will. And if she doesn't, she won't. Right. That's that's also, in my opinion, the difference between being kind of fascist in your approach to enforcing rules and kind of liberty-minded approach to enforcing rules. Well, and it's the same thing that applies to the this shit being stored in the car, in the parking spaces. Agreed. And now we've come for a full circle. Yep, we have. So, circles being the perfect object because they are closed and they go round and round and round and they never stop. So <laughs> seems like the person we're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, so I guess perhaps it's time that we should stop. Good night everyone. Hasta la bye bye, Felicia. Hi everyone, this is Mike, and I truly hope you enjoyed the show. You're able to subscribe to this show on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher so as to never miss an episode. If, by chance, you did miss an episode here or there, you can catch up on all shows, past and present, by heading over to yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash TNR show. Thanks for listening.